Welcome back to Gals and Goblins. Today, I will be your goblin master, Olivia Rose McCain. <laughs> no, you won't. I won't. I just lied. I lied to you. There is no goblin master. We're that was the, the first master now. That was the first test of today. We're all the goblin master. Of course, I'm joined by Campbell Duffy, <laughs> Lily Persefield, and we have an extra special person with us. And you might be thinking, Jared? No. Jared, we entered him into um, agility <laughs> course training today, and that's where he's off to, so he couldn't make it for this recording. Um, he's but, weaving through bars right now. Yeah. He's going through tunnels. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> he's stopping on the end of a he's seesaw. <laughs> We have a wonderful guest joining us. You might know her. She's an actor and writer in Los Angeles. She hosts Tabletop News, uh, also plays Ecstasy in the sitcom web series The Party. Um, Fun facts, she likes to roller skate, do narrative improv, and cast Eldritch Blast. So we're so excited to welcome Jewel to the podcast. Gals, goblins, it is my great honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. We always give our guests the option if you're a gal or a goblin or we have many goblins yeah. that have come on. Yeah. Well, I knew this question was coming. <laughs> so I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it a lot. And um, I feel that I I am a gal, but when I play TTRPGs, uh, it's a goblin. It's a goblin mode. Hell yeah. I like that. <laughs> I would say I would say we really identify with that. I know our whole branding is like, we're the gals, but mm, <laughs> are we when we play? Well, often a goblin. <laughs> As somebody who plays a small cat boy, are we? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. This is exciting. Uh, we are playing... Uh, not Dungeons and Dragons. We're not at Frogmont. So if that's what you came here for, <laughs> leave. Uh, stay anyway. <laughs> leave. <laughs> leave. <laughs> oh if you're going to leave a mean comment because it's not Frogmont, <laughs> leave. If you'd like to have new experiences, stay. Ooh. That's a challenge. If you're feeling bold and brave. Brave and bold. If you're listening and learning, you should stay. <laughs> yeah. Which I always am. Oh. <laughs> we all should be. We're playing Low Stakes by Craig Campbell. Uh, we love Craig, apparently. Craig also did Die Laughing that we played for Halloween. Uh, so similar thing. But this is based on a beloved show called... Can we say it? Yeah, we can say the name of the show. Okay. I didn't write the game, so that's not, like, my problem. They know? say it in the game. Uh, they say this game is oh, based they do. on... Yeah. Yeah. What we do yeah. Oh, the they shadows. say, oh, they inspired, inspired by. by what we do inspired in the shadows. A love letter to, I believe. What we do in, in the shadows. The bottom, yeah. So if you are a What We Do in the Shadows fan, which I would assume our audience, yeah. we got a lot of overlap. <laughs> the Venn diagram is a circle. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to love this. So think we're getting into vampires, ghosts, werewolves, maybe humans. I don't know. If you want to play this, go to our show notes and we'll have the link per usual. Jewel, there's a lead player that starts when we start the scenes. So after our little intros, would you like to be the lead player first as our guest? Yes, I would. And so we are, we roll dice to pick the scene. Yes. So, okay. How it'll work is we'll all do our little intros, and then from there, we'll roll the dice and pick the first scene, and that's where you'll come in as the lead player for that. Okay. But you'll get the clout first. That's right, I will. So really, we're just okay, putting yeah, the target on your back. Yeah, first. <laughs> <laughs> Birthday, we're going to be 
be coming after your clout. <laughs> we don't know if it, are you saying it's Clementine's birthday? Yes, you didn't know that. Clementine's birthday, everyone. <laughs> maybe, hang on, I, maybe, it, maybe everybody thinks it's everybody else's birthday. Anyway, let's get started. And whoever wants to introduce first, set the shot, set the scene. Wide shot on a beautiful um, library study. Tall stacks of bookshelves and scrolls, um, a desk covered in papers, and sitting behind that desk, a ghostly shade of a translucent man. Um, He's got flowing hair, a mustache and a beard, and classic Elizabethan dress. We're talking those poofy shorts. We're talking slashed sleeves. Um, spattered in ink, frantically um, <laughs> writing with um, with a, a quill pen. Psh, ink splashes everywhere. <laughs> we we cut to a tight shot, um, and he looks up at the camera. <sighs> well, you can imagine what kind of what kind of tiff I'm in. It's the lovely Clementine's birthday, and and I've barely even written her five sonnets. So uh, if you could just please leave, I must get back to this. He kicks the camera crew out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> There's still like this shot like through the door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He keeps like looking behind him. Behind. Yeah, he he's like paranoid, like peeking at the door. And then and then he's like, You uh um uh, the the torches and all the stars in the heaven No shit, no, he crosses it out. The t Badum 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 Clutches in the stars. <laughs> and he keeps writing. <laughs> oh bless him. It cuts to um, he finishes the sonnet and he signs it. Francis H. Barlow. Nice. <laughs> he looks up and he see he catches the camera through the through the thing, um, and he says, "A night of solitude and privacy." And through his ghostly powers, the door is slammed. <gasps> the camera crew has been like kicked out into the hallway. Yeah, and they start walking down the hallway, and then this girl with like bleached blonde hair and like a very punk looking outfit. She's got like a patch jacket on and like ripped like jeans and big boots, and she's like dragging a body out into the hallway. Oh, <laughs> uh, she goes, "Oh, hello! I'm sorry, I didn't think you guys would be here so early." <laughs> Um, and she's like, oh, let me just put this, let me just put this away. I'm sorry. Um, hello, I'm Victoria. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry about that guy. He, um, I've been trying to put together a new band. They all keep turning out to be fascist pigs. So, uh, Holy shit. I have had to eat quite a few of them. It's really hard to find uh, good punk musicians in upstate New York. Uh Anyways, I'm trying to put a band together for the party tonight. I got two other guys to put away too. <laughs> and she they, goes back into her room to pull slowly, out. Yeah, they like like kind of no sudden movements. Back up. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think you go back into your room and the camera pans down. Sitting in the middle of the hallway is one of those dogs that are like some sort of fucking doodle, pretty small. They have those human looking eyes. Oh, <laughs> oh no. With a little like with a little bandana on oh. just staring at the camera. <laughs> and then uh, the dog looks around and then transforms into into a girl with long brown hair. She's wearing a flannel and she's like Hey guys, good to see you again. Um, me, I'm Randy. I'm really excited about this. Uh, as you can see, 
I have, I'm a, I'm a werewolf. I'm going to be honest. Uh, don't tell them that though. Okay. Because I showed up here three weeks ago. I was just pulling a prank. I just like to pull a prank on people. I didn't know they were like vampires and ghosts here. I thought they were normal. I thought it was just a scary looking house. And, um, I thought they'd catch on to me in like at least the first hour and then I'd be kicked out. And, um, I've been here three weeks and they haven't figured out that I'm not just a dog. So <laughs> we're running with that. I'm excited for you guys to be here. Don't tell my secret or I'll eat you. Um, just kidding. Just, I'm not kidding. Actually, don't tell them because I have hopes and dreams that I have to achieve. And that's why I'm here. Transforms back into the, into a different dog, into a small Pomeranian oh. and trots down the hall. <laughs> Victoria's pulling the, like, the next guy out into the hallway. And she's like, hello, puppy. And she gives you a little pat on the head. Bark. I say bark. <laughs> so good. Around the corner is basically like the service kitchen because this is an old house. So there's this like tiny little kitchen that, you know, the servants used to use. And the camera crew hears some like clanging from in there and they go in there and there's no one in here seemingly, but various assortment of goblets and champagne flutes are being magically seemingly turning into a tower of glasses like you know when you pour champagne and yes. all, it all goes down <laughs> but like they're 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 kind of clanging into each other and breaking and the glasses oh. flying everywhere uh, <laughs> and then suddenly appears a ghost of a woman and she sees the camera crew and she's like, oh come in come in come in oh i'm waiting for you guys to be here <laughs> and she's straight out of the 1920s she's wearing like a floor-length beaded gown. She has um, everything's translucent, but it was originally translucent robe that's over. It lied too. And um, oh, I'm so, I'm so thrilled you're here. D- have you been informed? <laughs> it is my birthday after all. <laughs> I'm so excited. I've been working on the canapes all day. And if you, if you look to the side, there's like a bunch of like ugly crackers and, oh. uh, and sardines, like little pieces of food that are just spread out on the counter. And I absolutely can't wait to see who arrives. I mean, there's so many people in my Rolodex who I haven't seen in years, decades. It's been years. And did you know... Uh, I died at my birthday party. <gasps> so it's sort of a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, in the background of the of you talking, uh, Randy's gonna come in and eat like three of the canapes and then keep going. <laughs> <laughs> We've introduced our characters, now it's time to play scenes, which these are actually listed in what do I call this? A handbook, a manual, a, the game. And Jewel, if you do the honor of rolling for our first scene, you'll roll 2d6, and that will pick our first scene, and you'll be the lead player. Okay, 3 plus 5 is 7, right? No, so That's close. That's 8. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be the one to break the news. For I, a, I, don't, I hate to tell you this. For a second, I thought about just agreeing, and then I said no. I said the audience will never. You, never. 
you have my consent. I want to yes and. I want to yes and this. You, you guys have. This is actually a really good learning, listening and learning opportunity for me to learn math. But also for you guys, you just, you just are. Every time I, I fuck something up, you just please tell me. <laughs> Please. I also thought it was ironic. I feel like Lily might be the worst at math at I the table. So <laughs> and so she immediately went, no. <laughs> I broke the rules of improv. <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, that is eight. And that means our our first scene is you run out of food or drink. Okay. Hey, look at that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Okay, now within the scenes, just before we start, does everyone roll a check or only the lead player rolls a check? Everyone can roll a problem area check. I don't think you have to, but it would be beneficial okay. to. And, um, but only one person can roll a clout check. Yes. So um, clout in this game is what we're vying for. And the lead player, which is Clementine, aka Jewel, has it right now mm -hmm. and that basically means jewel gets to roll two dice anytime she makes a check we only get to roll one unless we spend confidence points so somebody can steal clout from jewel in the scene clout can vol or jewel can voluntarily give clout or i mean i guess jewel could just maintain the clout mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, okay cool it won't happen but <laughs> jewel could try oh. well i guess if jewel made the clout check first we're coming for it yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do to get it, but <laughs> it'll be something. Dogs can go shopping at the grocery store, can't they? <laughs> Werewolves can. Yes. Okay, cool. Why do we roll for clout narratively? I think it's like whoever's like taking charge of the situation and the person that we're like all looking towards. Okay. Got it. Yeah, like kind of like in what we do in the Shadows episodes, there's always one character who's like actively solving the problem mm -hmm. or like leading them through a problem. And I think that's who's getting the clout. The person we respect the most at yeah. that point in time. Okay, great. Yeah. And that's why it's so fluid. Sweet. Okay, excellent. Oh, by the way, my name is Clementine Montague. So Clementine Montague <laughs> has been in the kitchen. She's been she's been assorting her canapes, her drinks, and she goes ghost into the fridge. <laughs> ghost. <laughs> she goes ghost into the fridge to discover uh, that there is there there are no sardines left. There are no more crackers. <gasps> the milk has gone bad. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's an absolute graveyard in here. And, um, so she goes, ghost out of the fridge, up the stairs, actually back down the stairs. She's looking around for anyone to help her. And, um, maybe she runs into, uh, <laughs> Victoria. Victoria, where are you? Uh, I'm in the hallway. I just got done cleaning up my mess. Okay, oh, oh. And she... A little covered in blood. She takes... She she re she goes out of ghost. She reappears to... <laughs> to mortalize. Um, Victoria, oh my... Oh, God. Oh, it's... I hate what you're doing. Oh, shit. I hate what you're doing. <laughs> you scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> God, just stop doing that. I do this all the time. Victoria, I am not a scary person. Oh, it's just when you... When you just appear out of I nowhere. I feel offended when you say oh. that's scary. I lost the accent already. <laughs> 
Clementine, you're a lovely woman. Oh, thank you. And I'm so, I'm so excited to celebrate your birthday and death day. A two in one. I'm so easily distracted by anyone saying something nice to me that I completely forget about what we were talking about before. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm so excited as well. Did you did you need something, Clementine? Oh God, yes. Um, I've just had dreadful news. The scads of mortals that are coming to this party, who I'm sure you've all invited, they're gonna have nothing to eat. Do we have anything in the basement? The basement is. I remember that the basement is full of bodies. <laughs> That's where I've been putting them. So, uh, I don't... Here's a shot of you, like, a few weeks earlier, like, throwing another one onto the bottle. Yeah. It's full. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're, like, yeah. like you can't even make it down the you stairs. Know, like, pushing yourself I... up against the door. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so we see, I, I, I kind of look at the, I glance at the camera, I go, um, I don't think that, I don't think we have any backups in the basement. Um... I guess we could send Francis out to the corner store. Did someone say Francis? <laughs> oh, yes, I love that. I... It's a lovely idea. My dear, you look distressed. What could, whatever could it be? Oh, I forgot. I am in such distress. We have no food for the party. <laughs> what? Well, perhaps I could summon a little something. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, suddenly I see before me a banquet set with every type of food. Hams. Soups. <laughs> every soups. <laughs> Seasoned with every spices of the world. For our guests to arrive and eat, their banners unfurled. A beautiful ghostly <laughs> banquet table is filled. <gasps> Unfortunately, this will only feed our ghostly guests. How many how many mortals did we invite? Well, not mortals, but you know, people with a physical digestive system. <laughs> you hear Glass. Everyone I invited were all vampires. <laughs> you hear <laughs> glass crashing and breaking from the kitchen area. <gasps> oh, we must go investigate. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, whoever goes to investigate, what you see is this beautiful, it was a champagne tower, right, Clementine? Yeah. <gasps> you see Randy sitting there Pomeranian form <laughs> all the glasses and like extra champagne bottles are broken on the floor <gasps> it's that hound you insisted on adopting Victoria I did not adopt this dog this dog I thought this was Clementine's I thought this dog already lived here <laughs> Clementine you've lived here for a hundred years <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought surely there had to have been a dog on the grounds at some point. A hound would never be so disloyal as to destroy its owner's own champagne tower. <laughs> I can't believe this. Where is it? It's sitting right in front of you. Oh. <laughs> um, bark, bark, and then I'm going to give all of you the biggest puppy dog eyes to try to inspire sympathy and steal clout. That's oh. my clout skill. Okay. Damn. Do we roll against you or no? You that's just only the last one. Okay. I need to get a five to succeed. Okay. And I got a six. God damn it. Yes. Yes. Oh. What will a dog do with clout? I'll decide. <laughs> <laughs> it's enchanted my heart with its stupid little beautiful face. Oh. Oh, it's it's you're just too lovely of a pup. And you know what's so strange? 
Sometimes you're not, but right now you've really got my heartstrings. <laughs> I think Randy is going to look Clementine in the eye and go, nobody likes champagne anyway. <gasps> <coughs> Speaking. <gasps> oh, this hound is possessed. Possessed by another ghost. <laughs> I shake my head. What? Oh! <laughs> Ouch, foul demon! Clementine um, kind of dramatically fake faints. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh, I catch you and you pass right through my arms. Oh my god, oh, no! <laughs> and then she gets back up. Oh, oh, she's back, she's back within her spirits. Foul demon, what is it you wish from us? What has brought you to this house? Party. Here for the party. Oh, well, of course, for the lovely Clementine's birthday. Who can blame you? I'll leave the dog as soon as as soon as the party's over. Yes, we want our normal dog back. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have to get out of there. Randy is looking at the camera with, like, as much as a dog can smirk in her Pomeranian form, being like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why we gotta roll for this scene? Oh my god. I am forgetting we were supposed to roll for anything. Okay. <laughs> okay, well you better You got clout though. Yeah, you've got okay, clout. Okay, I got it, clout. You roll for next scene. Well, technically, Jewel gets to pick. Oh. Oh, okay. Got it. Lead player oh, picks yes. next lead player. That's right. And we also are gonna roll for the scene, or we just decide if another scene makes sense next. We're supposed to roll, but if we're like, hey. I know what scene I want. I don't want to roll. I think we have that power. But if we want to roll for another one, let's let's have Francis be lead player for the next scene. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> not, <laughs> not naturally. And unless someone has a hit for something, I'll roll for the next one. Okay, five. <laughs> let's see what we had. Plus four is nine. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Arrival of one of the characters shows up at the party. Oh, Ooh, hell okay. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Francis is back scribbling at his desk. He's like, none of this is working. This, is, this isn't worthy of Clementine. I never want to have to do this, but desperate times. What's this? A friend and rival upon my doorstep? <laughs> I go to answer the door. Ding dong! <laughs> oh! <sighs> Thomas? Come in. Oh, how do you do, Francis? It's been so long since I've seen you. It hasn't been long enough, Thomas. <laughs> oh, what was it? Well, you 200 know. years ago that you thought you could write a play as good as me. And just 200 years ago when I did. I just don't think you have it in you anymore. Anyway, lovely party. Well, we're setting up. It's not ready yet. Oh, well, I came an hour late and it's not set up yet. It's fine. Come to my study. My sonnet isn't done yet and it's Clementine's birthday. Oh, you're asking for help? From uh. me, Thomas, Sir Thomas. Sir Thomas, we all know that that title attributed you was a fluke. <laughs> well, that's not what the history books say. Whatever. Where is that lovely, lovely... Little rebel of a vampire you're running around here. Have you taken a liking to her or something? What did well, just Victoria comes in like carrying um like speakers. She's like <laughs> setting up the stage in the ballroom. And this is like um this ghost, very similar, similarly dressed to Francis. Big Elise Elizabethan 
ruffled collar, though. I don't know. Do you have one of those oh. on? Uh, party. Oh. <gasps> Bigger than Francis? Yes. 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 <laughs> Bigger than Francis's. Sees Victoria and, like, floats over. <gasps> Ooh. The guys all float around everywhere. Oh, did you I all... give you chills, darling? You remember my old enemy, Thomas? Oh, Thomas. I have been, <laughs> I have been yes. thinking up, um... A sonnet for you. Oh, good. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, and I want to say loose sonnet, maybe more of a poem, maybe oh, a haiku. Sir Thomas here thinks he can expound upon the sonnet, the perfect form of the sonnet. <laughs> Let's hear it. Victoria, of course you, I'm going to, I am going to tell you out of character, a sonnet is pretty long <laughs> and not like, not super, how not super to, easy to write improvise. a haiku. Victoria, you remember Thomas here. Two hundred oh, no, years ago, you don't remember. We wrote a play, and the critics made it clear <laughs> whose was better. A coin, I a term I coined, by the way. Critic, people don't know that. Victoria, <laughs> I wrote that word. You are as nice. You're counting on your fingers. Oh, you can see those. His hand, his hand is invisible. <laughs> you are as nice. As that's it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even get to know what I'm nice as. Oh, it's oh, it's so progressive. It's so avant-garde. Said no one. <laughs> A grunge, dirty, <laughs> nasty. I like it. Big, stinky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, take back stinky. <laughs> Na- d- basement. <laughs> Bloody! <laughs> oh, that is the next line, darling. Bloody oh. fabulous! <laughs> fa- uh, blo- fa- fa- what? That's the haku. <laughs> fantastic! Anyway, as eloquent as ever, Thomas. A now, fantastic. If you set of focus, lyrics. If you will focus for a minute. Oh yeah, I hope you wrote all that down for your next song. I hope I'll you will focus for a minute it. and remember that it is. Clementine's birthday. Who? Wipe. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Are any of us... (laughs) Now he's just floating around the house. Shit! We have a game to play that's not just improv. We don't have any confidence points. I didn't check check anything. Well, let's... uh, Do we want to (laughs) unwipe? No, no. Well, how about just for the end of the scene, my check is if if his presence inspired, if our discussion inspired me um, to write a better sonnet. Okay. For clout or your- for clout, yes. Okay. Oh, I should have asked if Thomas plays any instruments. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't think right he's now, leaving. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is gonna stick around. The only instrument he plays is the blabbermouth of his. Three. Oh, I don't get it. So, guy, I best. I guess I'll have to improvise a bad sign. Oh my god, I think something happens to you. Oh, something. Ha- oh, what happens to me? I don't know. Let me check. Okay. <laughs> you have to introduce a complication. a complication. Yeah, yeah. For your character. Okay. The next scene is um, Francis has successfully gathered all members of the house um, into the living area. He's built a makeshift stage for himself, which is just the couch. He's standing on the couch <laughs> and he's reciting his sonnet, um, which uh, goes like this The ever lovely and the ever fair. Clementine uh, lives in this house. 
Uh, never could anyone do her justice by compare. And always she goes as quiet as a mouse. Clementine, it is your birthday and your death day in one. And never will you notice me. Oh. In, in the golden light of the sun. <laughs> um, I crumble it up and I say, that's it, I'm not going. <laughs> and I, I phase through the wall into my study. <laughs> uh, if the camera crew were to follow me and chase me down, I would be like muttering. Francis is muttering to himself. He's like, I bombed, I bombed, I fucked it. <laughs> he slams the door. <laughs> I think the camera crew pans to everybody else in the room. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Randy is a big standard poodle right now. Okay. <laughs> and this was a, I rolled a three and the check was a five. So this is a pretty big bomb. Yeah. Clementine is, is, is so, so like, there's such a look of disgust on her face. <laughs> she is so annoyed at what a bad poem that was. <laughs> she can't believe this has happened to her on her birthday. Oh, God. Actually, can I cut to the I confessional? Think... Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, God. Okay, so the confessional um, is is set up in, on like this, like, there's this, like, great fucked up green velvet couch in like one of the um one of the rooms oh yeah and there's like cobwebs and bookshelves and everything behind it okay so she's lounging on the couch (sighs) francis (laughs) have i taken have i taken francis as a lover yes does he remember it i don't know it was dozens and dozens of years ago we were both so young then but it's as if he fell in love with me and listen I'm open to as many people being in love with me as they'd like to be it's not up to me to decide who's in love with me but Francis I mean come on have a little bit of self-preservation if you're gonna live in the same house as me and fall in love with me give me something to work with then give me a little bit of panache for me to flirt back with (gasps) (sighs) This is, we're the people behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> or the camera crew. Yeah, you can hear the camera crew. They're like, <gasps> <gasps> I've had great loves <laughs> of every generation. Okay. Oh my god. I I am a picky lover, but I'm open. Okay, I'm open. <laughs> do you after you finish a confessional? Do you get something cool? Yes. So because you played a confessional. If the confession hinders or harms your character, you get two confidence. Or if it hinders or harms another character, you get one confidence. So I think this is... Francis's feelings are hurt. uh, (laughs) So I think this is a one confidence for hindering and harming Francis. Yes. So you get one more confidence, Jewel. Thank you. I think we cut back from the confessional back to the room of everybody just like sitting there yeah and um randy is trying really hard as much as a dog can have like bubbles in their cheeks you know like when you tell kids like hold your bubble shut the fuck up (laughs) you don't tell them to shut the fuck up but she's uh, trying not to say anything (laughs) she's trying not to say anything and like she's trying really hard to just let it go which is a problem area for randy so i will be rolling a problem area check so i have to get a six on my d6 by the way, because I played an extra character in the scene before this, an NPC, mm-hmm. I get one confidence. So I have two confidence. Ooh, now. you deserve that for whipping Thomas yeah. out of out of nothing. Well, I'm so I'm so glad we could finally play the game. 
hey, it's a warm up. We're just warming up. Yeah. So I got a two, which means I can't hold it in. Randy, Randy's poodle cheeks are puffing and puffing, and she she can't hold it in anymore. And she goes, oh, somebody's got to tell that guy that he's a shitty writer and nobody reads his plays anymore. God. Who's going to tell him? And then she puts the bubble back in her mouth. Oh. The demon dog's not wrong. <laughs> the demon has uh, uh, possessed another dog. <laughs> what is it? Weren't you a Pomeranian? I think if I'm you, the same if dog. I'm the you, same dog. If you're speaking up right now, I think you should be the one to tell Francis that he's writing shit. Um, a permission to speak through your dog more freely? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> cool. I was thinking that maybe we could just like eat all his plays in the study that he wrote. Cause like, there's no way, there's no fucking way that anybody has a copy of this. I mean, you know, I give you full permission to eat all of his plays. Go ahead, but we're not going to eat them. It's, it's, oh, <laughs> that's fine. Well, okay, well, everybody tell me your favorite play of his. Uh, I got to do, you... do a confessional real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut to Francis. Okay. I bombed. I don't know how I bombed. Do you know what? I've written some of the greatest plays that the centuries have to offer. Guess what? Everything attributed to William Shakespeare, that was me! <laughs> Francis H. Barlow has been written out of history. Do you know what? Do you know how much it hurts every day to have your own work quoted back at you? Like you didn't invent those words in the first place? Oh, William Shakespeare this, William Shakespeare that. Guess who was writing those things? And you know what? Don't even make a ghostwriter joke. I've heard them all before. <laughs> Says Lily making the ghostwriter joke. That, was, that, was, that is my intellectual property, a term that I learned recently. This is an injustice. Cut back. <laughs> so one of my problem areas is like cooperating with someone. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to roll to see. Let me set you up to try to cooperate. Okay. So the, the idea is like you want to try to do your problem areas and when you try, you roll. Okay. Like kind of like a persuasion check or like a, you know, like, oh, I want to convince them of this. That's when you would roll it. Okay. Does that make sense? Cut back. Randy still going on a rant. Nobody, I mean, have you guys heard of Shaka Spear? I've never heard of Shaka Spear. Who is that? That was, that's what all his plays say. That's not even his name. It's Francis. Anyway, I'm just a simple person possessing your beloved dog, right? Sure. I'm going to need some help. Victoria, I was thinking you could get the books out of there and then I could tear them up in peace. What do you say? Clementine, maybe you distract, maybe you distract. Let's get them out of the study. Let's get those books. Yeah, let's fucking do it, babe. Roll your dice to see if you cooperate. All right. Actually. I got a two. <laughs> Great. I head over to Francis's study and I start pulling down books and they're not Shakespeare. Turns out, can't read. <laughs> what? That's Turns so fucking punk read. rock of you. I've lost the ability to read. Um, is this what you're looking for? Hey, hey bring that back. Um, um, I take it without reading it because <laughs> Francis caught you. What, is, what are you doing with that? That's one of my best works. This is Randy's idea. I'm shredding it in the middle of the entrance. <gasps> Foul demon. You would desecrate my work. I float uh, up to Francis and I'm I'm going to try to distract him. But I am still really upset about that ugly, ugly poem that happened. 
attributed that. That should say Barlow instead of Shakespeare. Uh, Francis, <laughs> why are you so busy talking about your old work that no one even knows if it belongs to you or not when you could be working on something beautiful for my party tonight? <gasps> Clementine, you think I'm capable of that? At this point, Francis, I'm really not sure. <gasps> I will make you believe in me, Clementine. Oh, God. Sometimes... Some I, I face back through the wall. <laughs> He's gone. I rip a bunch of books off. I swipe books off the shelf so Randy can eat them. Yeah, the scene cuts. <laughs> Great. Okay. I So I kind of rolled my check last scene. And you played it this scene. And then I think you can pick who's the next lead character and we'll get back on the scene starts. Yes. Because I feel like we not been the lead that. character yet? Me and Campbell. Okay. Yeah, I want it to be Randy because we gotta we gotta figure we gotta figure out what's going on here. Oh my god, I got an eight. So when you get a number that you've already rolled, you can you either go one up or one down. So Ooh. our options are we've done nine, so we can do ten. That's something valuable is stolen, or we can do seven, which is a piece of furniture gets broken. Hmm. We kind of already <laughs> something valuable already was stolen, guys. <laughs> oh wait, who has clout right now? Me still. Nobody's taking it. <gasps> Nobody's. Oh my God, we got to get it. Okay. <laughs> Francis is in no place to get the clout back. A piece of furniture gets broken. Okay. Okay. The camera crew is like going through the halls, can't seem to find anybody. Um, and then they're going to go into like the, <laughs> I want to say the ballroom. Yeah. Yes. Our house has a ballroom. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle, Clementine has placed the birthday chair of honor and this birthday chair it's all she's talked about for the last three weeks it's beautiful it's ornate it's golden it's encrusted with jewels some pearls francis has done a sonnet about about flowers over it and so it's got like live flowers growing yeah like out of it randy in human form is like hanging out in the chair and is like this this shit is pretty nice (laughs) do you think like looking at the camera crew do you think they'll remember my birthday when it comes up i don't know they really just refer to me as the dog maybe i could maybe hey what day is it when is the moon Uh uh-oh uh-oh is it a full moon tonight guys just to the camera crew that's not responding (laughs) the camera shakes like up and down yes (laughs) oh Oh, shit. And then suddenly, like, instead of, like, the dog form, you see, like, like, claws, like, huge claws pop out of her hand. And she's like, uh, guys, I'd get back if I were you. Begins her full, like, werewolf transformation. Like, you're hearing, like, (laughs) oh, you guys are going to love this when Jared edits it. Bones cracking. (laughs) The camera's, like, backing up. Nails popping out, like, a big, like, as her like werewolf head forms and it's like a big like eight foot fucking hulking werewolf (laughs) but as she transformed it smashed the (gasps) birthday chair in the process and Randy looks down looks back up goes whoopsie (gasps) (laughs) you've still got the clout I do have the clout Francis phases through the wall. Oh, hopefully the ballroom is looking beautiful. Oh, what? Demon, is that you? Uh, 
Uh, Randy tries her best to get down on like all fours and go, <laughs> bark, bark. No, no more of that. I'll not be tricked again. I see what you have done, demon. Destroyed Clementine's birthday chair. It's just me, the dog. I'm just, something's happening to me. I don't know. <laughs> Looks at camera and is like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, in your queenly state, come come into this room. I try to summon you. Victoria walks into the room and it looks like there's some guests behind her. Oh. And she goes, what's going on? Get in here and close the door. Uh, I, clo- I close the door. What do you know about this creature? Bark, bark. That's Rufus. <laughs> we can't let Clementine know about this. Look, her chair is destroyed. Uh-oh. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, that was... We've got so many more of no, chairs in this house. You've got to put on your show. Listen, listen, I'm having an existential crisis and I can't perform another sonnet. Can you <laughs> Can you still perform your rock concert to stall for Clementine and, and the guests? I'd start whispering and hopefully they don't hear me. Yeah, of course, babes. One of my problem areas is doing what others tell me to do. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Let's see. What you, sorry, you're requesting... Uh, what yes. was your request again? To play your show. To just play to my play, show. To play okay. your show is a distraction. Okay. Uh, I've got one confidence just from the beginning of this. Yeah, you can use yeah, it. Yeah, and you okay. played an NPC earlier, kind of. Oh, yeah. Film crew. I'll give you a film crew, so you yeah. have two. All right. Six. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. We'll say meets so it, beats it. All right. Of course, babes. Let me just get finished setting up. I'll, I'll distract Clementine. Wait, first, yeah. You're a, uh, you are a humanoid. You are a humanoid beast. Guys, I think it's time for me to come clean. One of my problem dog. areas is being honest with people. <laughs> I got a four, so I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm not just a dog. You know when I showed up here three weeks ago? Do you guys remember that? <laughs> Obviously, Honestly, okay. babes, I thought yeah, you'd always been here. It feels yeah. like, yeah. I knew you didn't feels remember like that. It feels like three days ago. Silly. That was silly of me to ask that question. Um, I've been putting up lost dog posters. <laughs> <laughs> They're very verbose. <laughs> oh, you thought I belonged to somebody else? Well, you certainly don't belong to me. Well, I'm just a werewolf, guys. I, oh, uh, no, no, no. I just, I, I come in peace. I don't know. I just, I got... I got kicked out of my pack and and I was just playing pranks on people so I could like sleep in a house every night and you guys just didn't seem to like care as much as other people or like send me to the pound so that's why it smells so bad in here. Uh I think Where that's Francis. Frank? Listen. Oh, how dare you say that? Anyway, <gasps> I've got to tell Clementine about this. We've got to catch her up to speed, but we can't let her know about the chair. You go play your show. I'll meet up with Clementine. Just you want me to fix the chair? You're the one who broke the chair. Yeah, I can't fix it. All right, all right. I <sighs> I open the door to let all the guests in, and then I hop up on stage with my guitar, uh-huh. and I start, I start playing, and it's suspiciously familiar, and <laughs> <laughs> maybe not to you guys. It's, it sounds so much just like, uh, just like Blondie. It's just like, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, she's just playing Cherry Bomb. It's just Blondie. <laughs> Cherry Bomb. She's just playing Cherry Bomb by the Runaways. Okay, I think the scene yeah, cuts I've there. Yeah, I've got to go find Clementine. Oh, shit. Oh, were you going to roll? Tell you. Oh, I was yeah. going to oh, yeah, roll for Cloud. Roll for Cloud. One of my, one of mine is show off big time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> show off that you know Blondie big time. <laughs> oh, it's a three. Okay, never mind. I didn't get it. Ha ha. So your stuff, How do is, I your stuff is just okay? No, I voluntarily give you my clout. Oh. Ooh. So you have to play. <gasps> All right. Thank you. 
take it. I'm like, I'm in full werewolf form with a cup in the corner. Are you playing? Okay, I'm gonna run off and 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 fill in Clementine. I think scene wipes. Yeah. I think next lead player is Clementine. Okay. Do we want to do we want to roll for this? Because um, we we could just start it since there's a lot going on. <laughs> I think I think let's start it yeah, and we, solve yeah, this problem. We're on our own rails now. Yeah. Okay. Great. So Clementine is in the back courtyard um, next to the fountain that has no water in it, and she's talking <laughs> to a little gaggle of admirers, and they're all listening to her tell an anecdote, um, and she's smoking her long ghostly cigarette, like, oh, yes. you know, with a cigarette holder. Um, um, yeah, so that's where she's at. And then I said, darling, if you don't want to find me in the cabana, then don't bring me to the pool. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. But you know, I'm always going to end up in the cabana (laughs) after all. (laughs) Truly. Oh, what's that I hear? Oh, good. You... Have you guys heard my darling friend, Victoria? She is the most incredible guitarist, vocalist, bassist, um, celloist. Surely there are other string instruments she plays. (laughs) She's playing a set tonight. How about that? I think Sir Thomas is in the gaggle listening to you and is like, oh, I do love Victoria, if I must say. (laughs) Uh, Isn't she such a doll? Yes, and I was wondering, do you know, does she have any admirers that come here? Or does she, like, um, what's her relationship status is really what I'm saying. Thomas, so forward you are. Can't you ever play a little bit coy? (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't really have that back where I'm from. (laughs) You didn't have coy? (laughs) (laughs) No, not the attitude, only the fish. (laughs) Clementine does not laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, to answer your question, you're going to have to ask her yourself because I don't keep myself apprised of Victoria's relationship status. That's her business as a a vampire about the world. That's understandable. The admirers are starting, the other admirers are starting to get up and go over. And there's, everyone's here. We've got vampires, we've got ghosts, mm-hmm. we've got humans who are a little confused. They're starting to filter in. Progressive humans. Drawn by Victoria's yeah. music. Yeah. Also, I, I, I see it on one of the like pillars that holds up the house. Um, I see a, a lost dog poster and... It's like just covered, it's covered in calligraphy and there's like a very tiny little drawing of a dog in like the bottom right corner. Um, Yeah. And I go to it and I go, "Ah, what is this? And I rip it off. (laughs) Francis has only posted them around the house. (laughs) He has like, you know, Clementine. Mm. I was, that weird dog that you guys have, I think there's something up there. I don't know, are you, I'm sure you've gotten the sense too. Something up there, you mean in the, in the old noggin? (laughs) Is that what you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but also, I'm not sure, have you, I'm taking it you have not had a dog before. I've never been in charge of anything else's care before. So, typically, Francis swoops (laughs) into the (laughs) courtyard. He has overheard that Thomas is about to tell this thrilling tale, and he, like, immediately is like, Clementine, 
You'll never hear. I must tell you of the most amazing events that have transpired. <sighs> and, Francis, <laughs> and Francis tells in beautiful, colorful language the exciting tale of Randy's reveal. Thomas goes, throws his, throws his ghost hands up and, and, and floats away. This is one of my clout skills. I'm going to roll for this to get the clout. Yes. Who has it? Me. I gave it to Victoria. Yeah. Your plagiarized guitar playing doesn't stand a chance against my weaving of this thrilling tale. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, is it possible to get clout? You don't want to spend a confidence point? Yes, I spend a confidence point. This is my last Oh, you have chance. to roll. You roll a second dice. I roll a second. Oh, I thought I added one confidence point. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Okay. You fool. I know, I know. I'm a little goobus. Okay. Yes! Okay, I weave the most thrilling tale, dare I say. Hopefully this will make up for my botched sonnet that I disgraced you with. <laughs> Clementine, wow. I thought it's only right that you know the truth about Randy, a werewolf that has been living among us. Oh my goodness, you know, I do think back to, <laughs> you know, the past few days, and sh the dog has been quite agitated as the full moon was approaching. That is truly an incredible tale that you have just weaved, Francis, and my disdain for you has um, lowered slightly. Clementine, no one but one so intelligent as you could have seen this coming. I give you my ghostly hand. I don't give a ghostly hand to Thomas, and I lead you back in <laughs> to the party. <laughs> I follow. You must come enjoy oh. your birthday, your birthday concert. A toodles, Thomas, who's like across the garden. <laughs> <at this> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. He's just creepily staring through the window into the ballroom, which I'm assuming you can see from the courtyard yeah. at Victoria. Um, ew, that's so creepy. Um, Can't help it. Francis leads Clementine um, through the doors. Immediately as they're opened, remembers that the chair is broken and that we weren't supposed to let Clementine see it. Um, and the power cuts out. Oh! The electric guitar and the amps, like, you hear them like psh, like spark and all the lights of the ballroom everything is in blackness can i wipe yes okay i have i have the idea for um the next okay great we're gonna go back just a few minutes before the power cuts okay <laughs> okay randy partying on the side yeah. with her with her solo cup drink uh, yeah, full this, werewolf this form yeah full Hell werewolf yeah yeah and then randy's just looking around and notices that the power lines for the whole house all lead into the breaker in the ballroom. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, shit, that would be kind of funny if all the lines. Oh, no. No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and she's going to run over there's exposed power lines in this house. Oh. I get it. Oh, I'm imagining. I'm not an electrician, but I get it. Jump up and grab like the power lines and rip them in half. Oh, oh man. And I'm gonna try to roll for clout oh. by inciting a negative emotion in someone, which would be everyone. Yeah. Cause the power went out. Okay. okay. I'm gonna spend a confidence point so I can roll two dice. Yes, I got uh, five. Okay, so so now I have the clout. You have the clout. I had. Oh my god, I had my grasp on that clout for like five <laughs> seconds. I think. Who's Campbell still hasn't been the lead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's say it's Campbell. Sure. Yeah. 
hope it's two. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the house catches fire. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> is it? Do you want it to be? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Francis starts lighting. Francis is like, perfect. This is a much better for the ambiance anyway. He starts lighting candles as soon as the power goes out. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll go house catches fire. I'm using my ghostly powers to light these candles by saying, oh, Clementine, in honor of your birthday, I've written this line about you. <gasps> Clementine Montague. <laughs> she doth teach the torches to burn bright. I wrote that years ago, actually. If, if you hear anyone else say that someone else wrote that, it's not true. Um, and, and all the candles that are, like, old and, like, dusty in the ballroom illuminate. Beautiful. I want the clout back. You have the clout right <gasps> Yeah. I got it! Oh! You wrote- Yeah, everyone's what? amazed with my- with my <laughs> candle lighting magic. And my, be- and my beautiful poetry. Shit. Suck it. Fucking take it, I guess. <laughs> What's I, Victoria up to I in this scene? I blow a ghostly kiss to Clementine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I blush a little. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. So I think maybe Victoria is the one who had been like maintaining the electricity. Very likely. But um, <laughs> but she's not an electrician. So she was the, she's the reason that the power lines were visible. <laughs> I guess she, she was like, fuck rules i'm just gonna like do it however it works excellent um so she is going to attempt to fix it okay and be like i'm i'm so sorry everyone this is my fault uh and one of my problem areas is seeing the error of my ways (laughs) so i'm gonna well i'm just gonna (sighs) no that's right yeah yeah I don't see the error of my ways. <laughs> do you um, just try to do it back up the same way? Um, yeah, I'm just going to try and fix it the exact same way. Um, I'm getting zapped the whole time I'm trying to do it. Um, and then I'm really flammable. So I, like, go up to, like, fix Why it. are you flammable? I'm a vampire. They're fl- Oh, yeah, they I'm are flammable. I'm Shit. flammable. So my fucking hand, like, bursts into flames. I jump down from whatever I was, like, the chair I was standing on to try and fix it. And I'm, like, waving it around. And I knock all the candles over. And I light the rug on, <laughs> I light the rug on fire. <laughs> yeah, the camera pans down to, like, a corner of the rug. And then it's like, oh! And it's, like, it's, like they're backing up a little yeah. bit. It, like, cuts to the ballroom, and, like... All of our vampiric guests are, like... <gasps> yeah, there's, like, a little corner of, like, the curtains that start yeah. to, like... Um, I want to cut to a confessional. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and all it is is me... <laughs> me, like, outside. There's, like... You can tell there's smoke coming in, and I'm in werewolf form, and I go, Hey, guys, who am I? And I'm, like, I'm waving my hand around, and I'm mimicking... <laughs> I'm mimicking Victoria. <laughs> then we cut back. Uh, so that's going to be one confidence point for poking fun of another <laughs> okay. character. Nice. Um, okay, uh, Francis phases into the breaker room, um, and one of my problem areas is modern tech and convenience. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try... Um, I'm going to try to reroute... I'm going to try to fix the breaker. Okay. <laughs> Reroute. Is that the right word? Am I, am I, am I saying that right? Yeah. Of how, yeah. Of how to use the breaker. No. <laughs> I got a five. 
so you're, <laughs> you're trying to fix the breaker while there's a fire. Yeah, so I'm one point short. I think Francis is mine. That would fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. Uh, Randy's gonna, in the in the confusion and chaos, run over to Clementine. Be like, Clementine, I hate to be the one to say this to you, but Francis broke your birthday chair. Because <gasps> I, I know he didn't tell you right before you walked in. And I think he might have started this fire as a cover. I cut to a confessional. <laughs> and Francis going, that lying little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, after you get one confidence point. Oh, I guess I didn't confess anything. You don't have to. Mine is like, one was like, I poke, poke fun. We'll say yeah. that's poke fun. Yeah. Okay, so um, one of my problem areas is interact <laughs> with ugly beings. Um, and I find this wearable f- form of you to be unbelievably ugly. So I'm going to roll to see if I even like hear what you say. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a one. So I I am like looking at you and like I'm trying so hard to listen to what you've said. Like I get Francis. I'm like something about Francis. There's something about the fire. There's my chair my chair gets mentioned. Um but I I cannot like I can't utter a response to you. I'm just staring dead into you. Like you're getting a dead stare. Cut back to Francis's confessional and he's like confident like the lovely Clementine would never believe such a foul beast. <laughs> Randy's like, God damn it. <laughs> I stammer. I try, try to say something to you. And then I just dramatically turn away and swish back into the fire in the in the clamor of the party. Randy, was it Randy? Are you asking? Yes. Yes. And Victoria. It pains me to do this, but I'm a big enough man to admit sometimes I need help. We've lost sight of things. <laughs> this, this is Clementine's day. We need to put out this fire. We need to rebuild the chair. <laughs> and you know what? We need to sing her a normal happy birthday. Okay. No more frills and electric guitar and barking. A problem area of mine is cooperating with <laughs> <laughs> right now is it me no i got no. it back yeah oh, you okay. have she it. stole it so i'm gonna roll if i get a five i'm gonna use my skill of pretending i'm important to try to counteract your refusal sure is that how this game works <laughs> who cares <laughs> <laughs> sorry craig oh no okay i'm gonna have you to use fail. one of, no well i'm gonna use my confidence point that i got from my confessional okay i make it you make it yes so i'm giving i'm giving up my clout Am I? No, I get to keep my clout. Yeah, you have your clout. But I only get to use the skill once. And I'm going to use the skill from having clout. Um, I'm going to say, I'm the oldest ghost here. I've been in the house the longest. And I know what Clementine would want. That sounds fair. Listen, I... You lied, I kind of fucked you this. You lied about me breaking the chair, and you're the one who broke the chair. I'm going to be... I'm going to try to be honest with you again, but I'm going to You're going to try? Okay, oh yeah. I'm going to use a confidence point. I did not get it. I go, I'm gonna be honest with you. I know that Victoria started this fire on purpose to try to ruin, <laughs> to try to ruin Clementine's birthday. And I am willing to help fix that. Absolutely not. I did not start the fire. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> uh, I did not start this fire. Did you, did you write that? 
Yeah. That's genius. Thank you. That's lyrical genius. Thank you. <laughs> Victoria, if you started the fire, because I believe Randy, apparently, you've got to put it out. And Randy, you broke the chair, so you put the chair back together. Okay. And um, you know what? I did start the fire. You did? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about the chair. Okay, hold on. Okay. But you didn't start it on purpose. Okay, yeah, I didn't start it on purpose, babes. And All right. you go get Clementine. Yes, and I'll write a normal happy birthday song. Uh, I know what I have to do. <laughs> I think there's a fire extinguisher in the... Ba I think about the basement again. <laughs> Fuck. You scene cuts here. Yeah? We're gonna go to a Francis and Clementine scene. Oh. God, how did you find me up here? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the cameras are like, the the camera crew guys have set the cameras down on the roof and they're climbing onto the roof to try to catch up to us. Oh, <laughs> so good. We both ghosted up to the roof. And also yeah. like, there's some ashes are flying around. Some, some roof panels are starting to cave in. Oh I lean against the chimney next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Clementine, I... I've got to admit, I think I, I, I'm using all these big words and trying to impress you with my eloquent language because, well, I'll say it, I'm intimidated by you. I just think that you deserve the best and, and I miss what we had all those decades ago. I think I thought if I acted like I used to, what I originally used to woo you or something like that, that I could get you back. But you know what? I'm not the same ghost I was. And neither are you. Oh, Francis. Good God. Sometimes your earnestness, it really scrapes against the brain, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> Francis. <laughs> Francis. Sometimes I think you're a better poet than I, Clementine. <laughs> um, let's, let's have her roll to see if she's going to show humility or not. That's uh, a problem Ooh. for her. That's <laughs> a problem. Come on. Four. Okay, she's not going to show humility. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Francis. Um, what Fran place? Francis. <sighs> so long ago, obviously, there was a spark between us. When you say spark, <laughs> it, we got to cut to you putting out the fire. <laughs> I don't know where the other fire extinguishers are in the house. Maybe where, Randy, would you know where a fire extinguisher would be kept? Um, wait. Werewolf piss is incredibly powerful. What? You're joking. <laughs> You're I, joking. And I got a lot of it. I'm going to be honest. I haven't pissed in a while. It's been taking a long time. Here, let me see if this works. <laughs> oh, Hike a leg. I'm gonna start pissing down the curtains. Holy shit, what a stream. It's working. <laughs> Strong stream. Basically like a fire hose. <laughs> We're putting the fire out. Cut back to Clementine and Francis. Yeah. I am a woman who has had so many lovers. She's been talking about how many lovers she's had <laughs> since yeah, they hooked up. Francis is Francis's ghost body language is like really close, like getting more and more small. <laughs> what I don't want you to get hung up on is that, oh, you can do this or you can do that in order to gain my love. Because, uh, oh, pish, pish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, when you say pish, it cuts back to the piss. 
still like going, like I've made it like three quarters of the way around the room. Stream is not letting up. Holy fuck, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty fucking punk rock, don't you think, Victoria? Absolutely. All right, cut back to Francis England. <laughs> but Pish. ultimately, isn't the foundation of any great love at least a passable friendship, Francis? Clementine. <laughs> you're breaking my heart and you're healing it all at once. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're saying you wish to be friends? Francis, I'm saying that if us becoming friends stops your ridiculous behavior around me and allows you to be a semblance of the man I once knew, I would absolutely adore it. And she winks. <gasps> I have to go. Francis phases through the roof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut no, hang on. Yeah, frantically, frantically pulling things off the shelves, throwing books into a pile. Cut back. Uh, we're cutting back to Clementine, and Tho- Thomas is going to race through the roof. <laughs> like, I heard all of that, I'm going to be honest. Weird. Anyway, I've been told, I've been told to come get you because there's a surprise for you. In the ballroom. Oh, goody! It's time for my chair. Oh, yes, I'm sure they'll have a great chair for you. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) Back to Victoria and Randy. I can't believe it worked. The fire is out. All right, so I kind of solved your problem. So do you know anything about building chairs that were crushed into a million pieces? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to cut to a confessional. I broke that chair weeks ago and I put it back together with, <laughs> with uh, you know, just whatever glue we had sitting around the house. It might have been a bit expired, just not wood glue. Not not right for the, the task at hand, but definitely. Francis knocks on the door. In can my he, confessional? Can he knock on the door? Yeah, in the confessional. <laughs> you don't have to let him in. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> Francis doesn't open the door. He phases through the door. He's hold, somehow, he's using his ghostly powers to suspend crumpled scraps of all his writing 400 years of failed and sonnets what the fuck's all this then victoria you know all sorts of modern developments right yeah and you have a great knowledge of newfangled inventions (laughs) yeah do you know anything about the one called papier mache (laughs) fuck yeah babes let's do it i need your help (laughs) okay okay cut Back. Clementine yeah. is coming downstairs? Yeah. For her chair? Yeah, I think is Thomas is like leading Clementine and being like, ah, oh, you know, everybody's always after you, Clementine, but I really think Victoria yeah. is quite the one. And thing. The Victoria, fire? Francis and Randy in the middle of the ballroom, like, <gasps> I'm like, we need yeah, more yeah. piss. It's too dry. We need more piss. I'm blo- oh. More, oh, I'm making the more picture. piss. <laughs> I'm molding it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I start blowing on it because. Obviously, wolves have large lung capacity. If you've read any popular story, yeah, you're huffing, you're huffing and puffing and blowing the chair dry. And uh, Clementine and Thomas, like, they are taking their time going the normal way. Like, they're like going down the stairs, <laughs> yeah. and like, yeah. there's a whole presentation happening. Um, any of the guests that didn't flee the fire, Francis is gonna go around and collect them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So as as we're coming down the ch- the stairs, the people who are still at the party, um. What I'd like to do is uh, 
my cloud skill of controlling the room non-verbally. <laughs> I, I would like for everyone's attention to direct to the chair, like without their consent, basically. So let's see if we can. No, uh, should I? You also, I think you have confidence because you did a confessional earlier, so you I, can add. I have two dice. confidences, so I'm gonna spend yeah, one okay. of them, and um, so I just got a three. I'm gonna roll again. Come on. I got six total. Yes! So, okay. okay. So as we're coming down the stairs, I like ghostly mind control everyone to casually direct their attention <laughs> towards the middle of the ballroom where I know I'm about oh to be God. gliding in and everyone can give me their attention. Ooh. I love that. Gasps from the room. I think we'll have the camera follow kind of over your shoulders and there's um, Francis causes both the double doors into the ballroom to open. There's a beautiful fanfare and in the center of the room is the birthday chair. <laughs> like kind of like you can see some splintered wood bleeding through, but um Francis has sacrificed all his old obsessions and sonnets and used them to paper mache the chair back oh. together. Randy has given her piss and Victoria has given <laughs> her skill of arts and crafts to create your birthday chair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> she slowly collides towards the chair and she does a little like very dramatic like looking around the whole perimeter of the chair. <laughs> oh my Good. It occurs to her that the flowers are gone, the jewels have disappeared, <laughs> um, but there's something about the chair that is so much more spectacular than it ever could have been. My god, you guys customized my chair as a surprise for my birthday, so I wouldn't even know what I would be walking into? Yes. I'm gonna. That was the plan the whole time, babe. I gotta. I'm gonna roll my problem area because in order to instigate, if I was honest, that would be funny. So I'm gonna roll <laughs> to be honest. Okay. I got a one. It yeah. doesn't happen. I, hold, <laughs> I, I bite my tongue. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh -huh, we customized it just for you. Uh, I'm gonna cut to I, a I, confessional. <laughs> <laughs> I have been living in this house for a hundred years at this point, and uh, you all know I love beautiful things, but something people don't know about me is that I did have a little bit of a DIY phase in the 60s, so <laughs> when I see this chair, God, it just takes me right back and then come back to the ballroom. <laughs> this chair, and I look around the room, I raise a champagne uh, flute that has come from nowhere. This chair is the embodiment of my death day, my birthday, and everyone else having a great time at this party. Absolutely nothing has gone wrong. Can I get an amen? Oh my uh, amen. amen! Amen, babes! Happy birthday! Add a little how. Yeah. <laughs> Francis sings you a normal happy birthday. No, uh, Victoria plays the I guitar. Sing, we yeah. all sing happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Acoustic happy guitar. Birthday. Oh my god, should we do it? Everybody knows the worst thing is to sit there while you sing happy birthday. Okay. Should we right. do that to Jewel? Can we do that? It's copyrighted though. No, it's not. Yeah, the happy birthday song is copy. You can't sing it. By who? By somebody. I, it's like a fav it's like a well known I don't know. Not, not like to be like it's well known, but like Jewel, do you know what I'm talking about? 
I know what you're talking I, about. I want see, you guys you to can't improvise my birthday song. Yeah, we, we improvise you at non-copyrighted. We all wrote this together. <laughs> Great. All right. Let's go. All right. It's your birthday and your dead day. And we are here to celebrate with you. Genuinely, genuinely, and she's like sitting in the chair the best a ghost can. That was actually genuinely delightful. <laughs> oh my god. You all have, have truly made this the best death day I've had in decades. I mean, that we gotta oh wrap, my god. right? The yeah. <laughs> I have <laughs> I know that one I know that somebody can buy somebody can steal the clout. Good luck. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try. You're gonna try to steal the clout? From the birthday girl? <laughs> From the birthday oh. girl? Oh, g- give me your best okay. roll, baby. <laughs> I go, wait, wait. Everybody knows a birthday's not complete without blowing out your candles. <gasps> Cut to a confessional. <laughs> so I've known this birthday was coming up and um, my the pack I came from, how we like make money and like live is like fireworks selling so I brought a surprise with me cut back I wheel out a box a tub of fireworks and I have a really long fuse is anybody gonna try to stop me no no yes absolutely yes, I not am, I am not. gonna try to stop you I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to woo you okay, my, okay. this is so good skills. One of my cloud skills is to woo. It's one. It's the one thing I know can distract anyone from anything. Um, so I, I, I try to say, wait a second, Randy. Wait, do I even know your name is Randy? Wait a second, whoever you are. I told, I told you everything. <laughs> I, yeah, Francis told you everything in very colorful okay, words. Okay, so I use all that information. Wait, Randy. No, and even though you're so ugly to me, like I hate to look at you. I kind of look to the left of you. Um, I like hike down my robe, my robe shoulder a little bit, and see if I can uh, turn you on a bit. And that's a two, so we'll spend another confidence point. That's a one. That's a three, so it does not work. I'd be. <laughs> oh, I look at you, and I go, Clementine. You're just honestly not really my type, but good try. Strikes match, lights it, and goes, hope you can blow it out. (laughs) And and then I think the camera cuts away, and you just see, like, fireworks, like, bursting through the roof of the house. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's our final, like, wrap of the story. But I think we all get, like, an epilogue. And do we perhaps hear a little bark bark or a little howoo as the fireworks? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the fire. The fireworks are like the the full moon is glowing behind the fireworks as they shoot up through the roof of the house and I've, out the chimney. I've climbed. I've climbed to the roof, so that classic like werewolf silhouette of yes. like, and I'm like, bark, bark, <laughs> bitches! <laughs> oh my goodness! Happy birthday, Clementine! <laughs> 
And oh, in the sky, that's what the fireworks. Yeah, yes. that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the fireworks spell out. Spell Happy out. birthday, Clementine. Beautiful. Yeah. And then yeah, the final shot is is all of us out on the front, uh, out back out in the courtyard, looking at the at the fireworks with like the lights flashing across our face. A tear, a tear maybe in everyone's eye. A, a definitely, definitely a tear. <sighs> <laughs> uh, I think I join you guys outside. I think this will be our little epilogue. Yeah. And I go, guys, I know I was a little dishonest with you all, but I was wondering if I could keep staying here. Ah, uh, what the hell? I've always wanted a dog. Randy, you've been around for long enough. I think your place is here. <sighs> You're one of us now, mate. Randy, as far as I'm concerned... When you're not an ugly, despicable werewolf, you make lovely decoration about the house. <laughs> as long Thank as, you guys. As long as there's not, as long as you're not creating competition, you know, for Clementine's affection, <laughs> you can stay. I, I won't. Thank you guys so much. But interesting enough that you brought up competition. I could use, uh, I could use a handler to enter me into an agility dog competition. <laughs> An, ad- an agility dog competition. Tell me more about this. Yes. <laughs> do they do they allow multiple handlers? Oh yeah, we could do three. Perhaps we could all be your sponsors, and you could be the most agile dog in New York City. <laughs> and I think that's how I think that's how I want to get the money back to repair the house. I do recognize now that the fireworks. Might have fucked the house up a little bit. And Victoria, I know you work really hard to make sure this thing works. It's held together with tinfoil and toothpicks, babe. <laughs> I would love some money to put it back together. <laughs> and I'll little, be your handler. A little bit of paper mache. <laughs> yeah. Werewolf piss now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Clementine, on a scale of one to ten. How was this birthday? Oh, God, I love being asked a question that's about my specific opinion and experience about my party. Uh, On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it a 35,000. I go in for a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, we phase through each other. <laughs> and that's where we end. <laughs> oh my god. That was <laughs> that, that Oh ad, my god. That went as crazy as guys, I thought it would be. God wow. We set up wow. a season arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With the dog agility competition because otherwise what are they going to tune in for next week? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. What if <laughs> What we, if next week, second episode, when we go on the road trip, it's to go on oh a, to an agility dog. Yeah, yes, yeah. that is one of them. And you were having to do, like, training exercises in the car. <laughs> that was that was my, like, super objective for my character, and I could never work it in naturally. And I said, I can't end it without yeah. it up. Okay, let's wrap the episode and go to study break, or is this all going to be one? It's all going to be one. Okay, never mind. Um, So... We did it. We played Low Stakes by Craig Campbell. Love it. Craig Campbell, you don't miss. Thoughts, thoughts. Um, 
thoughts about we usually go like how how easy is this for like a beginner ttrpg player to play Mm -hmm. what were your experiences we can kind of chat through that for a few minutes i I think think this is like a similar level to um the other die laughing yes die laughing which was based on um horror movie like those it's like a similar thing but it's based on horror movies um i think that one might have been easy i think this one might have been a little harder what do you think I would agree. This I'm yeah. kind of hard. <laughs> I'm curious, Jewel, what your thoughts are, because you haven't played, like, I'm assuming haven't played this structure That's other than, correct. like, Fiasco, yeah. like you mentioned. Yeah, so. I think that this this is, this was interesting because um, it's so much just improv scenes, but you really do have to be playing a second metagame the whole time of how can I spend my cloud? How can I spend my problem? Like, what, sh- you know, how can I get, how can yeah. I go for these things? So it's not super hard, but it is definitely <laughs> more mechanical than I think I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got the sense of like, and it makes sense, right? Because we're coming at it. We have a performance and like improv background. Yeah. So I felt like almost the mechanics like hindered us a little bit because we just wanted to bit, like yeah. play scenes and like, I just wanted to run it like, kind of like a montage and be like wipe like next one like I wanted to like go quick yeah. but then I was like but then it's not a game then we're just improving. like yeah. right I mean, at, one point, at one point we did just do that like we, we, we following like, the scenes we like well we started out like just improving, then we went shit now we have to use our dice yeah, yeah. we're not playing the game <laughs> but I think it it worked in the sense of like pitting us against each other a little bit like I think it made like interesting conflict that we all kind of had to work against each other for clout which I think for this like idea like for what we do in the shadows and all that inspiration I think it worked well yes because I think in in just a normal improv scene you're like you're usually getting like yeah you could have conflict but like you're usually like working together towards something so it helped like create that conflict yeah like maybe in a normal improv scene you wouldn't be super eager to be like I mess your plan up yeah you know yeah like even like to me the moment that stands out is when when olivia you were like pitching me that lie about francis and i was like well this is a real like this is a real denial and improv but like i think if i roll for that to not work then i'm not gonna believe yeah so it's it does kind of like break the rules of improv sometimes to like roll for something and then be like let's yeah i kind of love that though because like we had more control over the scenes and like we could narrate, like we like could really set up the structure of whatever we wanted to do. So when you denied it, it was like, okay, now I have to roll and think of something new and that's more fun at a table. But if this was just yeah, for an true. audience watching, that wouldn't be as fun, but ha <laughs> ha, we get to play at a table. And it's fun. <laughs> I would say if you're a beginner with a performance background, this is like there's not as many mechanics as like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Like you're not balancing a ton of shit. You could probably do it if you're like, I'm not into role play or I like to battle things. I don't think this is yeah. the one yeah. for you. Like D&D, you can get away with like not doing a lot of role play um, if that's like your style. Um, but a game like this, it's like it's really role play based. Yeah. There would like there wouldn't be a game if you weren't role playing. Yeah. So I and from a from a from the perspective of if you want to practice improv this is a great game to play yes (laughs) yes (laughs) if maybe you don't have a performance background but you want to try it out at in a table that's where you're going to discuss things a little bit and like not have to like always be coming up with ideas by yourself 
this is a good challenge. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I do always recommend, I love the GM list games, especially if you played a table where like only one or two of you have ever GM'd and there's people who maybe want to or don't know what it's like. I find the GM list games are really freeing because those people get a chance to really affect the game. Like you were saying, Jewel, and it's an interesting step in like, what if we truly like, collaboratively told a story which D can be or it cannot be like it's set up where like you your dm could really just make everything so i think if you also yeah if you're playing at a table and want to practice your improv and role playing these type of games will teach you how to collaboratively tell a story better because you'll get to points where like somebody will get to a point in a scene and you can tell they're like shit this is as far <laughs> As I thought through and everybody's <laughs> looking at me and it's like, it's everybody else's job to boost them up and bring in a, like an NPC or, um, to, to cut it, which is very improv of like, eh, you're done. Um, which I think we introduced on top of the rule set. I will say you hear us say like wipe or edit or like cut. That's not really in the rules here, but that is like an improv thing. So mm-hmm. I do recommend that modification yeah because sometimes you think oh the scene is coming to a close and everyone's like what what is happening yeah 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 it was that isn't really mentioned in the in the text yeah i also noticed with the way the scenes i didn't look through like the story outline was host a party we like picked our setup we picked a twist um I didn't really look through like the scenes super closely because i didn't want to like pre-plan too much Mm -hmm. but when i finally was looking at the list I was like, holy shit, the scene list is giving you like way more than as an improver I wanted. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. really introducing like the bulk of the scene and you just put your characters in and like play it out. Whereas like we added more scenes because we were like, we want to explore the characters more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like, and it even says it in here. It's like, if you want to go free form and off, like off the rules, you totally can. Yeah. It's also like, think about like, it's like D and D it's like, how many rules are we, you know what I mean? How many <laughs> rules are you actually following when you play D and D? So it's like, you know, this is kind of the same of like, you take it for inspiration to tell the story and then yeah. it becomes whatever your table makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I also think that, um, like, so for anyone listening, like the, when we, we had the host a party template and then we rolled for scenes and then, so yeah, there's a list of 12 or 10 or whatever scenes that are like the police show up, the party gets out of control. Like, yeah, that's a little much. It, it, a cool modification to do, like if you wanted to like doctor this up, would be like just locations. Like, yeah, like, the next scene happens here. The next scene happens here because that's like gives you a little suggestion for the scene to open, but not like the whole subject of the scene necessarily. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that. Or like modifying your scenes list to like the rule in it, not rule. A goal, a good goal when you do improv scenes is like make it about the characters who are in the scene that you're playing with instead of something else that's happening, Mm -hmm. which is like a lot of these scene prompts are like something else that's happening. So it's like maybe sprinkle in a few that are like you and your like rival roommate get into an argument, like something that's a little more like Mm -hmm. something you can play the twist better because a lot of the scenes also felt like a twist. Like they felt like on the same level as like we cut the electricity and like the police showing up. That feels like that's on the same level. Yeah, shut, <laughs> shut, big shut down. That would have been really funny if the police had shown up to our party. By the way, I'm kind of introduction to the twist, oh. Lily. Sorry, Olivia. That, that yes, was perfect Thank timing. You. <laughs> yes, I love that, Campbell. What I'm curious, what your thoughts are, because I know you really struggled with like so complications. So well, I want to hear like your thoughts on that. I was playing a rebel, 
so I was supposed to be like kind of a like I don't know like not wanting to do I don't want to cooperate with someone I don't want to see I don't want to see the error of my ways and I don't want to do what others tell me to do so like that's hard to improv like that's hard in an improv scene I know so like that was already like I already chose kind of a hard character so then I was like but then the whole point of the game is to want to get confidence points. So I had to try and cooperate with someone or see the error of my ways or like it was just like, oh, it was like the point of the game was to overcome your flaws was to like, saying? yeah, that's yeah. But like I never got a chance to like exhibit my flaws. Do you know what right. I mean? Yes. Like no, I, I was a it. rebel. I never did anything rebellious because yeah. that wasn't the point of the game. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to have to to get the fire extinguisher. I thought you were going to have to like dig through the body, dig through the bodies. <gasps> that's yeah. That's what I was going to do. That's a good point. And that's so like- I was like, I was like, okay, I didn't play a rebel because that wasn't like with the mechanics that were offered to me. Yeah. Like doing anything rebellious wouldn't have like, I, I know the point of a game is not to like win but I was like, okay, I want to play the system, but the system yeah. doesn't actually lend itself yeah. to being a rebel. I do think that rebel was good flavor. I really yes. enjoyed. Like, yeah, yeah she was like, she vibe. was like cute and fun and yeah. silly. Yeah, and then my clout skills were like surprise everyone and show off. So like mm. the I don't. I get what you mean though, and I think I had that impulse when tough. I when I added, hey, let's introduce ourselves, but it still wasn't quite enough time to like. Cause like in order to be a rebel, you have to interact with somebody, right? You have to, I mean, you can rebel against concepts, but like, I wish my problem areas had been like, I don't know, maybe not like cooperate, but it's like, like I ruined something or like, I don't know if that makes any sense. I was just, I was hard to like play the kind of character that I chose within the actual mechanics of the game. Yeah. Well, for the, for the road trip episode. I guess. (laughs) I think that makes sense because like there were some character types that I also thought would be really hard to play. Like there's one called the judge that like it was like, oh, so you just and we talked about this like, oh, so you're just judgmental on everybody. So I do think maybe these are more like a flavor. But yeah, it's hard to like, how do you represent the rebel? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Like I'm trying to gain confidence and I'm trying to gain clout. But all of the things are things that she wouldn't want to do. Yeah. I wonder if that's also like you just have to play a few scenes and not roll, but then it's like, you've just wasted scenes getting your confidence because yeah. it's a game. Yeah. And then I, I don't know, I'm someone who really enjoys the like structure of D&D and yeah. like going in turns, mm-hmm. like turn-based stuff. So I just thought the like layout of how to play the game was maybe a little too loose for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, I didn't understand, yeah, like how to, yeah. It was like the the scene was so specific but then how to play the scene was so loose. I was, I just was getting very confused in all of the different yeah. rules. Yeah. Speaking of playing new TTRPGs, something I wanted to ask you, Jewel, was in your kind of like work for Tabletop News, do you have any new TTRPGs, like any like fun stuff that you've learned about or like fun games that you've gotten to sort of encounter or recommend? You know what? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of a spicy answer, actually. But that was an excellent question. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did get to play some other games, um, but we were um, like working on like such a tight turnaround that mm-hmm. like um, 
I didn't get that much of an opportunity to like actually play TTRPGs with with um my tabletop news pals, but I did discover a lot of um like indie APs that are happening because we did so much coverage of um like just news from your table and like just there's a we, like we do a lot of coverage of of what people like you know we covered you guys it was fun. yeah <laughs> yeah so um i did learn a lot about uh other games but not enough to not enough to give you any a good soundbite right now <laughs> <laughs> a game i learned about from tabletop news which i wish i'd known about it like i'd played it as a kid is pretty pretty princess I did not. Yes. And like everyone is like, oh my God, it's so nostalgic. I love playing that game. And it's like, I'm, I never played it. I never I, even heard of it. So I was a full adult. And me like, neither. I watched, like Matthew Mercer play it. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a fun live stream too. Yeah. Everyone just covered in all the little jewelry yeah. and earrings. And then I think I was, I don't know. There was some sort of, oh, I can't remember now, but it was like an episode where it was like, it was like, guess the TTRPG. Oh, and it was Pretty yeah, Pretty yeah. Princess, and you were the one who got it. <laughs> yeah, so have you um, played? Pretty Pretty Princess is the best game ever. You guys need to play it. <laughs> like, go to Target and buy it right now. Um, uh, pretty Pretty Princess is, like, the game that when I was a child, I made my dad play, and he, well, you know, he voluntarily played. But my dad is, like, <laughs> this, like, big, like, mustache rides a motorcycle and the point of that <laughs> yeah. game is to just wear all the jewelry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i have like such great memories of and pictures of him like covered in, in the jewelry <laughs> that's so cute i love that i think we totally need to play it i agree yeah yeah i've loved tabletop news i mean when it got started that was the whole reason like we backed it on Kickstarter because we mm -hmm. genuinely were like, this is necessary for mm -hmm. the space and how yeah. it's growing. Um, my favorite thing I learned about, I didn't know Matthew Lillard. Love him. I love oh, horror yeah. movies. I I know everybody's like, scream. No, I love him from 13 Ghosts. That's where I started. <laughs> but I, like, I, I never knew that he was like, a big like nerd like and was into this and did all these things like in the space. And so that was really fun. Like, I just love it learning about stuff that like, is in the space it's like my maybe a little like tangential or like you know a little off to the side but i think it's really fun and a really good resource yeah um what's been like your favorite part of doing tabletop news like the process to like be a host um anything god uh it's so fun you guys it's <laughs> so fun it's so fun. Actually, um, one of my favorite things is that, so the writing team, like basically they're working all the time <laughs> and, and then like cranking out the script to be, you know, of the moment and timely for the way that we record is we record on Wednesdays and then they come out on Thursdays. So it's like, it has to be like an accurate script on Wednesday morning and then has to get edited in the course of like 12 hours. So anyway, so the writing team is like wow. working all the time. And one of the coolest like special things um, was like getting to know the writers, some of whom like don't even live in LA, like they live all over the country and getting to um, experience them like writing jokes that work for the specific hosts yeah. so like I noticed that for me I noticed that for some of the other hosts like watching the other episodes and I was like wow this is really cool and sweet and like <laughs> uh <laughs> like especially getting into like 
nerdiness niches where it's like one of the hosts like he was like i don't really like D D that much like can we <laughs> like can we like not make the jokes about how much i love D? <laughs> that's and, hilarious yeah so that was a really cool that, that was a very special like performer thing for me where i was like oh my god the script is it's just for me <laughs> um but then also just kind of like to what you were just saying um olivia like just meeting everyone who everyone has like different little niche interests that they're into everyone has different worlds that they belong to like the cosplay community or the magic community um and god it's such a melting pot so it was just really it's been really cool to just meet everyone and be like wow the nerd world is a vast and diverse landscape <laughs> yes yeah. you can be a nerd in so many different ways yeah yeah, yeah. So like true. I, I feel like we even see it um like between like actual plays that stream and actual plays that are podcasts and actual mm-hmm. plays that are like just on youtube like there's already like such a wide difference there that we see and it's like insane that that's like such a small part and yeah when you open it up to cosplayers and yeah yeah and like the ttrpg space is such a like a sprawling like community Mm -hmm. it's like yeah it's like as soon it was like i knew about DD podcasts but as soon as i started like getting into DD podcasts it was like you open one door (laughs) and it's like oh (gasps) there's nine other doors and then each of those go to other it's like such a sprawling community so tabletop news is so cool and necessary because i'm just learning about like so many things that would be so difficult to like find your own on your own like online yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and another uh, another thing was um on that note like one of my best friends that i've had since high school like having her watch the episodes and be like oh my god i was so excited to hear about this this and this which are like all things that like are not on my radar so she's so (laughs) and i was like yes i'm so excited that we you got to hear about those things i don't care about them yeah (laughs) so it brings us all together in harmony We also, okay, actually speaking of bringing us all together, I know that um, before we started recording, we, I had some questions about the party, um, about like how y'all met and like how, you know, I, like you guys are always playing together, even though shooting is over. Will you talk a little bit more about that? And then just like to kind of introduce people um, to that dynamic. And then um, I want to hear about what you have in common with your character ex- ecstasy and what is like not the same. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So yeah, for any... Any readers who are uh, reading this podcast right now um, and <laughs> yes. you don't know what the party is. Most of all, thank you for reading. <laughs> yeah, thank you for reading. Be sure to write in <laughs> yes. uh, after this episode. Um, the party is a seven episode uh, uh, so far web series on YouTube about a group of friends who play D&D. It's a sitcom and they all have love and friendship and drama amongst themselves. And I get to play Ecstasy, who is the... How would you guys describe Ecstasy? Well, she's a tiefling rogue. So <laughs> already, we, already we're learning. You know what that is. <laughs> already, already you know a little bit. But yeah, hey, you know a, better than she's me. A, she's a little bit of an edgelord, as one yeah. of yes. my castmates called me. That's what I was going to say. Yes. A <laughs> little, little uh, edgy, a little secretive. Yeah, so she's a little bit like um, the, the only one who's not fully committed to her nerddom of the whole group. Um, anyway, so that's the party. Please watch it. It's so fun. If you like Gals and Goblins, you'll love the party. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you. <laughs> 
You can uh, you can very bingeable as, yeah. as somebody who binged it. Friendship <laughs> shenanigans. Um, and I forgot what you asked me, Lily, because I went into my party pitch. No, that was a. It was a good pitch. Um, <laughs> well, we already talked about like sort of ecstasy's personality. Oh, so right, I w- right. yeah, I want to know how you're similar to her and different. I don't know. Maybe they're. Okay. Maybe you are an edge lord. Maybe yeah. Maybe you're an edge lord. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, like yes, yes. <laughs> um. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so yeah, ecstasy is very like guarded. She's like in love with her girl DM, but she's also like, but you're not gonna break my heart DM. Um. Mm, and yeah. uh, she's very high status. She's very confident. Um. But yeah, she's very protected. So. That is kind of the big difference between me and ecstasy is that I, my natural state is to also be protected, but I am a girl who knows that vulnerability is the key. Yes. Yes. I love to hear that. That's so true. (laughs) I, I have learned throughout my many storied years that you have to be vulnerable. You have to put yourself out there. Um, and so that's that's I'm so similar to her in like my like goblin self, but <laughs> yeah. in my gal self, I I'm a more evolved version. <laughs> <laughs> I love and it. Also, all of my castmates um, were like Jules, so smiley and and happy and and friendly and stuff, which is true. But when they said that, I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's you're like I'm, I'm an like, edge lord. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and also, I don't I, I don't play rogues. Mm. Oh, interesting. I feel like people are I, either like, I, I love playing rogues. I love the joke in the party about, like, Gloomstalker. <laughs> DM is like, you've got to add a, a level of Gloomstalker. It's so cool. Uh, yeah, people are either like, yes, yes, I'm going to be a Gloomstalker ranger. I'm going to max out. Or they're like, I will never play a rogue. I'll die before I play a rogue. <laughs> I, I, a rogue was my first character when I played D and D. Um, and I learned that there's, there's certainly a way I probably could have fun playing rogue, but I was like, I don't like being sneaky. I want to do I want everyone to know what I'm doing all the time. Like I need to be very loud with all my activities. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's, I love, I love this idea. You introduced that there inside all of us is a gal and a goblin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the duality. I'm going to start using that. I know. Yeah. My inner, my goblin self. My goblin self and my gal self. It's like your higher self. Yeah. My higher self is like, to be loved at all is to be vulnerable. And then my <laughs> goblin self is like, don't look at me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and like, it's fun to be a goblin. Yeah. Like some, and you can't always be your highest gal. No. You know? no. <laughs> the, life isn't interesting if you're always your highest self. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, the do it for the be the goblin for the plot, be the gal for the personal growth. <laughs> for the personal growth and like taking care of life thing. Yeah. We're going to start selling mugs <laughs> that say that. Yeah. <laughs> Pay your pills. <laughs> yeah, like the Dimension 20 mugs that have like a whole monologue yes. of information. I I wanted I really dialogue. wanted uh don't even talk to me until my death's avenged and they're gone. Like they're long gone. Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, I just cut I, I just cut up. So, hmm. that's on me. They released an even longer one recently about like the secrets of the universe. Oh my goodness! Interesting. They're yeah. they're really good, and I ch- I choose to try to not spend my money on them. Yeah, we just pulled their merch. Hey, I, oh, we don't have any merch at the. Oh my god! Like, don't plug, you guys have so. merch coming? <gasps> yes, yes. Is it gonna be? Oh, we is do. It, like not gonna be out yet. Uh, no, hang on. Have merch. Hang on. Cool. 
But yes, speaking of merch, we will have some very soon. And maybe if you sign up for our Patreon, you will get special access to merch that you don't even have to buy. You just have to sign up the Patreon in the first, like, I don't know. Uh, don't quote me on this. Probably 25 people. Check Instagram. Don't, <laughs> don't quote me. Don't, don't quote me. No, don't, don't say don't that. Do the then, then people are going to be like, you I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep out the this. number. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get in the comments. They're, we're going to get angry emails. Uh-oh. But yeah, we'll have merch. I should, I'll send you a tote bag, Jewel. Oh, yeah. If you want a tote bag. Stop. Yeah, we will send you stuff. There's party merch too, die. right? The little, the technical difficulty shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure okay, what else you'll have. Oh, they were kind of like, once they're gone. shirts sold out. They yeah, might be sold I, out. I think there's, there might be still one or two in the ether um, floating around our director's house right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we did have a, a lovely shirt. And um, I feel like I like made something up. Yeah, I did make something up. I like invented in my mind. I was like, and we have something else, but we don't. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys had the the candle set like collaboration with oh, that's, what it, that's what I invented. Oh, what was, was that? So cool. It was each one of you had your own candle, right? Oh yeah. What was yours? What did your candle smell like? Do you have it? My candle. I do have it. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't burn it if that was mine. I'd be like, I could never burn this. I only have one. Okay, I like to do this toxic behavior, um, which Love is, it. so I have the, I, <laughs> I have the set. My, okay, and to answer your question, my candle smells, um, honestly, it smells like an orange chocolate. You know those <gasps> chocolate orange things? Yes, I That's love what orange like. chocolate. I love those. Sometimes Olivia will have them and I'll come to her house and I'll steal them. <laughs> <laughs> so my toxic behavior that I like to do is, so like I have the full set of everyone's candles. And so like when somebody comes over and I want to light a candle, I'm like, here, smell all the candles, but don't look at their names and then tell me which one is the best candle. I love that. I love that. I'd be so scared to answer wrong. Yeah. Me too. They're just like, you choose a candle that's not their candle. Ooh. It's like, get out of my house. Yeah. And <laughs> let me tell you guys, my candle is never the one that gets chosen. Oh, no. No. Whose candle gets chosen? <laughs> um... Uh, Aaliyah, aka Thistle. I was gonna uh, guess Thistle. Very often. Yeah. Very often. I think that's what I I haven't smelled any of them, but I think that's what I would choose. I remember I read all the I read all the descriptions of them when they came. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't get a chance to snag it. I love cantrip candles. I like I visited their store when we went to LA when Jared lived there. They're all around my fucking house. So when I saw that you guys did that, I was like, that's incredible. I know. I was like, it was so fun. I felt like a potion maker. Oh. That sounds so fun. Except I, none of our characters would smell good except Esta. Mm-hmm. Sawyer and beans would not smell <laughs> good. True. So beans like, would smell like beans. Yeah, Sawyer would smell like uh, sweat. Like, do you really want to end Oh, paint? God. Sweat and paint. That's what I smell like, too. No, I think beans would smell like, um, like, like hell. Like people who make, like, the Nine Hells candles. Yeah, I think I would. Like a little, though. like, ashy and smoky. Yeah. Yes, I, yes. Yeah, Sawyer, maybe, maybe you do, like, a sea salt and, like, uh. She like would a, smell like, like a, a pond water. Or, like, hell honestly. Yeah. Or, or, like, um, you could also go, like, a ball park route and maybe like popcorn or like you know like one of those scents like popcorn and fresh grass i don't know if those go together (laughs) what's the um what's the smell after it's vetiver after it's rained petrichor petrichor oh yeah yeah that would be estes oh that's good okay i think frogmont could have its own like little oh that candle. would be oh yeah we we've good. discussed the frog monster <laughs> candle would be good the sawyer candle would not <laughs> <laughs> we love to do um on our like regular short rests or study whatever they're called um study breaks uh we do a pluses and flunks so like what was your favorite thing and then if you want to flunk anything from like the session anything 
yeah. let's do A pluses and flunks. They're but it can't be fun. A pluses and flunks. It has to be like um, it has to be what we do in the shadows theme. A clout or flop. <laughs> yeah, I like it. A clout or That's flop. Cute. Flop. <laughs> Um, my clout, and if you guys were going to say this, haha, suck it, I said it first. Don't say it about yourself, because then what if I'm going to say it about you? No, my clout is just getting to meet Jewel and play with you. Oh, okay. Uh, it's been an honor, and <laughs> we've been watching you from afar and interacting yeah. with your thing, so it's really cool to meet you in person and get to play with you and hear all the, about all the cool things you do. We were so excited when you said yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were like like to be completely honest we talked through like we always look forward to like guests and are trying to figure out like who would work best for us who do we want and you were like on our list of like we don't know if we can get jewel but we <laughs> yeah. think we can we don't know if jewel <laughs> say <intimidated>. yes <laughs> and i like i crafted that message and i was like sitting there and i was like oh, okay she hasn't read it yet so we're good <laughs> You guys, I have to tell you. So let's go back. <laughs> you you probably don't even remember this, but let's go back, back, back to like uh, almost a, a year ago at this point when we're kicking off the party marketing. I remember and this. <laughs> so I I helped I helped our producers with the marketing when we first launched because that's my day job, and um, and I was like, yeah, okay, let's do. It. So we got the TikTok up and running, and before. So basically we're like making, we're starting to make some TikToks. I'm like, we just have to make some TikToks. And then when we start releasing actual content, people will start to see what this is. But like, we have to have a few TikToks already. So we're not just a blank account. And before we even got the Allie Beardsley clout, <laughs> that we got, yeah. which was insane. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously Beardsley is incredible. And, and, and anyone seeing Beardsley on screen is going to be like, I'm going to watch that. But yep. even before we got that, we got that algorithm boost. We were already friends with the gals and goblins on TikTok. <laughs> and so I always remember, I'm always like, they were there before the gals and the goblins. Yeah, before we, you got we there, were there for day one. It because um, it was like, this was early, early gals and goblins days as well. Um, so we didn't have a big TikTok following. And like, we, you know, we like connected. And I was like, oh, like the party. I was like, this looks so cool. But I was also like, too small up and coming <laughs> like, shows. and then like we like we dm'd like we talked a little bit and i like checked back like three days later and y'all had fifty thousand dollars <laughs> and i was like you've got to be kidding me and i loved you guys like you guys were so inspiring to me like coming up with TikTok ideas like I was like fully plagiarizing off of you. Oh, um, okay. I'm Flattering. Sure. Please do. <laughs> if yeah. we go back through the TikToks, I'm sure we, you can find some things that were your idea. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I've I've stolen stuff from y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. So, anyways, so yeah. I, you guys have been. We've this has been a friendship literally brewing since like last March. Um, yeah, yeah. God, my we gotta get out to here. LA. Oh, I know we're gonna, we're going. We're what going. Our goal is like this, like twenty twenty four to fly out there. Yeah, I'll be here with open arms. <laughs> so everyone, everyone's there. Everyone. There's, there's actually a, a there's yeah. a good there's a good chunk of people that I'm like oh yeah we know a lot of people out there. <laughs> there are cool people in Austin too though. I don't want to yeah. We we like Austin. We're probably never yeah, gonna. Worry, we're not leaving. Move permanently to LA. <laughs> if you're in Austin, somebody's got to somebody's got to hold down the Austin market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, my wait. Oh. I didn't say my flop. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> my flop is that. Um, my flop is I couldn't work in the agility course. Uh, 
Nice. You got it in there, though. You, yeah, it's true. Whenever you brought it up, I could tell. I was like, she's been trying to bring this up. <laughs> but that's my flop that it didn't. That it didn't really integrate into the character until the end. But I'll forgive it. I'll forgive myself one day. Yeah. Okay, now you can go. Oh yeah, like I totally had something thought out when I said that. Um, my clout is the um, like the weird love triangle between <laughs> Sir Thomas and Francis and Clementine. Like three weird ghosts. And Victoria. This yeah, is, it's, yeah. A it's, a, it's a full cube. And Victoria. It's a love square. Like three people who can't kiss each other and one person who like also can't kiss any of those people. <laughs> love it. So funny. Insane um, tension. Yeah. And then my flunk is like, I I think it was like halfway through before I like started like rolling for problem areas and cloud skills because <laughs> I got too into the role playing. Um, so yeah, my flunk is that like, I wish that I had started incorporating those a little earlier. Fair. Yeah, but that's it. It's, you know, we're all getting a, the hang of the new game. So just something yeah. to work on for next time. Yeah. Not a big, I didn't not a do big a problem flop. area I didn't do a problem area until like scene twelve. Like that's I was, fine. And you know what? And you know what? No one noticed. And you know what? And you know what? It, did, it didn't affect the fun we were having. That's I guess sure. we still had a great time. <laughs> um, my clout is um Francis breaking into my confessional. I had no idea where you were going. <laughs> With like, he runs back to his study and starts ripping everything off the wall. And then so when you came into the confessional, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, was, I was like trying to like get some confidence points by like dunking on myself, you know? Uh, and then you busted, that was really, it was just a really silly moment. My flop is uh, once again, just like in D&D, I forget how everything works. <laughs> Every single time. We hit record and Campbell is like, what? My brain empties onto the table and I have to like put it all back together throughout the session. My God. And I feel like I'm usually the person that you like look to me I always... and you look at me with a, the most fear in your eyes and I go, let's break it down. <laughs> let's let's break down the basics. So, so scared. I had a good time. I had a good time. That's so me. Oh my God. my my brain just liquefies and just pours out of my like, head and I go, I don't know how to play anymore. You're the most relatable you guys, one. On it's the so show. true. <laughs> are you are you showing I have the notes? so many. So oh my these, goodness. These are just mechanics notes for this game that has two mechanics. <laughs> I was trying, like before this we played, this is Sonic notes. Before like. we played, I was trying to like get the vibe across. I was like, you like out of all of us, like you could not know how to play at all. It doesn't matter. I was like, you, you have the biggest leeway. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you did great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are your, what are your, what's your clout and your flunk? <laughs> um, my clout. Okay. I have, I have so many clouts. I have triple the clouts. You can have more than one. You can have more than one. Yeah. Triple the clouts of a normal gal. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> uh, Olivia's solo scene breaking the chair with your oh, yeah. transformation. Yeah. Yes, that was really cinematic. Thank you. I had to get a little beautiful. horror in there. That <laughs> was gorgeous. Um, uh, Campbell, you're... Your character's introduction of dragging the bodies into, into the hallway again, very cinematic and beautiful. And I'm always, I'm, I'm, I, I still like one of the things I'm less um, 
was less instinctual for me is describing action and like showing without telling i'm like hello like let's just dialogue all day like we don't need to yes. describe anything that's <laughs> yeah. happening so so yeah i really appreciate that stuff and my another clout that i have is um narratively what a what a wrap up for uh, lily's character to rip up all your all your work and my life's your, work your life's work and, which is and published pretty- elsewhere but hey we don't know that not under your name though under under a false attribution (laughs) so yeah my clouds are you guys are so fun to improvise with that was so fun you guys are so smart and and quick and then my flop is um i really thought i was gonna just think of one uh i do that all the time yeah we we try that all the time (laughs) it's if you're like i ain't got one you don't got one. It can That's be all right. flopless. Yeah. You yeah. know, oh, I know. No, I know what my flop is. My flop is that our uh, communal parasocial relationship <gasps> is now dead. <laughs> yes. And we, we, and now we, it's social. <laughs> we, now, we now have a social relationship. Oh, so my God. Rest in peace to our parasocial dynamic. And yeah. may, it's may a ghost it now. Hell. Our yeah. paranormal parasocial relationship there we go. <laughs> will haunt us. Oh no, now we're friends in real life and oh, we'll get to meet man. up and yeah. we'll have shit. To in person in LA. I love how like now, like, I don't know, in, not to sound like Francis, in our day and age, there's like two levels of like, you meet people on Zoom and then you meet them in person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've added like a third and it's, level it's of a big like step. not knowing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. so good. You are also really fun to improv with. Yes. Your ideas are so good and your monologues were better than Francis's. I was kind of jealous. So wait, no, <laughs> no. The Clementine monologues really got me. Yeah, I thought I thought you were a great compliment to like the all of our tendencies at the table because we never know when we bring guests in like we say it every time every guest has been wonderful mm-hmm. and it always goes great but it's like what if we bring in somebody that doesn't like yeah. compliment our styles and you did it great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, well, I listen, as you guys know, I, I listen to your pod. You live inside my brain. <laughs> so, so even though you haven't been improvising with me, I've been improvising with you. That's true. <laughs> so true. Oh, my God. I have, oh, and and um, I also thought it would be funny, speaking of things you wanted to shove into the show that you didn't get a chance to. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think it would be funny if I tried to vie to become your guys's goblin master. <laughs> Ooh, as a I person who has never DM'd, <laughs> excellent uh, start. You, uh, I just thought it would be fun to start a fight with um, Jared, who I've never met. I think that would be awesome. I so let yeah. him know. I'm coming oh, for a start. We'll let him know. Public fight. Yeah, we'll be on your side. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to let him out of his crate for this, guys. Yeah, well, he'll be back. For, he'll be back from agility training soon. Yeah, <laughs> but he's gonna be so fast. <gasps> he's gonna be so agile. He's gonna, he's gonna be so tired. He's been weaving around all day. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> and I want to give him a clout point too that he's he's so great on the show as well. Even even though this is a, this is a gal zone right now, like it's he's so wonderful. We'll yes. tell him. We'll tell him that we'll he also him. got clout. And we also, we, we love him so much. He, he's also like, if you see our TikTok, if everybody's like, the gals hate Jared, they keep him out. No, Jared <laughs> refuses. He's like, that is not our marketing. I will not be in video. Yeah. I could tell. He's like, I could tell. He's like, I am not going to infringe upon women's spaces. <laughs> and sometimes we're like, please, it would be really funny. And he's like, 
No. no. Yep. <laughs> He's on the, if you look hard, you can find him. Yeah. But you have to be <laughs> committed. You have to really want to know what Jared looks like. You got to be looking. <laughs> but I, I love this. A guest DM for Gals and Goblins? I know. That I think would that would be, be so fun. fun. <gasps> you have me thinking, Jewel. Yeah. The cogs, the cogs are turning. <gasps> Jewel, before we wrap up, what, what else do you have to plug? I know we've talked tabletop news uh, the party, but anything else you want to give social handles? This is your time to plug. Yes. Speaking of parasocial relationships, I invite you all to form a parasocial relationship with me, Jewel Karen. <laughs> My yes. social media is at Hello Jewel across all platforms TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I have very different personalities on every platform, so you might as well follow <laughs> me on each. <laughs> That's Jewel with two L's. Jewel, two oh, yes. L's. And Thank these you, links Lily, will be in the notes. L. Person. Yes. Campbell, also a 2L person. Uh, yeah, you could use another Olivia, L in your well, name. Single L loser over there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll work on it. So yes, hello, Jewel, J-E-W-E-L-L. Um, and, and yeah, if you haven't watched the party, watch the party. It's all free on YouTube. If you haven't watched Tabletop News, subscribe to all our socials and to the YouTube. I'm not sure what's coming next in the new year for Tabletop News, but hopefully lots of fun stuff. So so be there waiting patiently, please. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we will. <laughs> but, if you uh, listen to this, go watch the party and comment that gals and goblins sit there. <laughs> yes. If, okay. If you listen to this and you go comment on one of the YouTube episodes, preferably episode six or seven, because you watched the whole show and you had such a good time. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I will log into the party's YouTube account <gasps> and reply to it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yes. So please do. Um, and also, the other thing I want to plug is um, Gals and Goblins are coming out with their Patreon soon, if they haven't already. And <laughs> I like this you plug. simply must become a patron because they're so wonderful and they make such lovely, well-produced, uh, well-acted content. And we have to support this in this day and age. <laughs> in this day and age. Thank you. Thank you for thank plugging you. our thing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's so real of you. Uh, well... I know, fellow gals and goblins, you don't want Jewel to leave, but it's it's it is the end of the episode, so yeah, we'll leave you with go get go get your more of Jewel over it. Everything mm-hmm. that she just gave you, they're going to be down in the show notes. Uh, watch the party. If you're not watching tabletop news, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get I don't on know. it. I understand if you're like I haven't heard of the party yet, but tabletop news, come on. But watch both of them, and uh, we'll. See you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.